0: Yeah, I'm back, bitch. Wise people, it's safe to say it ain't safe to say, but I'm about to say a whole lot. I'm gonna start by saying this though: uh, it's too dirty to play it safe.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another Flavoring Year episode with the homie Drew Wop and my co-host, Tell you the Great, baby. And this time we brought some special guests. We got a few of them in the building, bro. But woo, woo. before we even get into that, how you feeling, bro?
2: Great.
3: I'm feeling great, man. All praise to the Most High. How you feeling? I'm good, bro.
1: So we back at it twice in one week. Yeah, we we in that kitchen cooking, ain't we? Big Mama style. Every time, <laughs> love it. <laughs> so with this one, with the last episode, with today's climate, go check that out if that's what you in the mood for. But right now. We dedicating this episode strictly to sports. Yeah. Bring all your homies out, bring the beers, bring the chips, the salsa, the joints. We've been waiting. We've been, waiting. We've been waiting. And let's talk. Because the NBA's back. MLB's going wild. Mm-hmm. And Drew Brees has lost it. So <laughs> with that being said, I'm not gonna speak too much, but I got two guests in the building. One that you guys are familiar of, with, and another one that I'll be introducing for the first time. Our first guest is the infamous
2: Uncle Inglewood Chris.
3: Yes, sir. City
2: of Angels, City of Angels in the building again. Had to come bring it back for y'all. Had to bring it back. I, I appreciate the invite, you guys. You know, we're still on stay at home order, and I appreciate you thinking of me because, you know, I love to come out and, and see you guys. Uncle Chris.
1: One thing you told me when the last time I got you on here, you said, Put me on your podcast. It's going to be the most viewed episode you're going to have. <laughs> it was, right? It was. Was it? Tell me. I think it was the most viewed one. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Part one, a follow the money trend.
2: Oh, oh I love it. I love it. I hope everyone followed that money trail. I did. I've done a quite okay myself and things are starting to pick up a little bit financially if you've been paying attention to it. So I love it. I hope people took some notes and I appreciate everybody in the shout out. Drew, I appreciate it. I appreciate it D for real. That's, that's good stuff. And um, appreciate you guys having me back. And Hey, you know, the, the, there's some positive signs on, on, on that economic side. And I think I got, we got some other things right as a team on that podcast too. I think we said that the NBA would come back in some sort of quarantine mode. And isn't that what, is that what to happen?
1: Yes, sir. And that's why we brought hey, here to hey, talk.
0: Hey, hey,
2: oh. hey, hey. Oh. <laughs> hey, there you go. There you go. And I think we said something else about red states and blue states opening up before up, but I'm not going to go there because it's sports only. So <laughs> I get it, but I mean, I want to let them know. What was that? The trifecta. The, the the crew put together the trifecta on that one and that's why i love hanging with you guys cuz the best comes out the best comes out when we when when we all get together so
1: like a triangle offense
2: <laughs> i'll tell you the stuff d said in terms of on the health side of that podcast man i'm i'm healthier than an ox right now boy i took his i took some notes from him on that so the reality is we got like four five six things that happened i'm feeling good i appreciate all that man for real that was good stuff
1: no doubt, no doubt, baby. Yes, sir. So let's get straight into it. So today was the big announcement and the approval of the new NBA plan, the new NBA schedule. Let's talk about it, boys. What y'all think?
3: I don't know if y'all know this, but you know they playing in Disney, right? They're playing in Orlando. Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna, so they- they're gonna. Um, the Board of Governors, which is basically the owners of the league, passed. Almost unanimously, there was one team that did not vote for the for the package, and that was the Portland Trailblazers, but we can talk about that later it was a It was a, a weird vote. they wanted twenty teams instead of twenty two teams but they're going to be twenty two teams in a quasi quarantine environment at the uh, Disney World Resort in Orlando, where guys will be in various hotels um, they 'll have access to you know various things, including being able to play some golf and different things. But I mean, essentially, it's a quarantine environment where well, they'll have, you know, mass amounts of testing. Um, there'll be, like I said, 22 teams. And that those are the eight teams in both conferences, the Western and Eastern Conference, plus any teams that were within, I believe, five games of the playoffs. So, you know, the reality of it is um, there's going to be nine teams from the Eastern Conference and that one team. Is the Washington Wizards? I call them the Bullets because they were formerly the Bullets, but we can get into that another day. But the Washington Wizards, <laughs> they'll be the ninth team out of the East, and then in the West, you got a kind of an interesting thing. You're going to get, um, you're going to get New Orleans. You're going to get Sacramento. Um, <clears throat> you're going to get the Spurs. Yep. Um, yep. and I believe you're you're going to get Phoenix. Phoenix. Um, why Phoenix so, in there? I, I they're within five game. games of those playoffs. So, Ooh, uh, they were you really know, too. Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, we're going to get some good basketball and mm-hmm. you know, Phoenix has some <laughs> good players, man. I mean, yeah. Booker's, I know you guys are in other parts of the country. Devin Booker's a baller, bro. Like but Devin Booker can hoop like him and he, they've got, they, I'm not DeAndre saying they're making.
3: DeAndre Aiden is pretty good too.
2: DeAndre Aiden's a good player, man. Yeah. He's a big, He's They've got some pieces there and uh, the lefty Ubre's real good too. Him and Booker have the one two going on. I mean, hey, you know, at the end of the day, those guys they can hoop. But but the point is, we're getting it back. It was a twenty, you know, basically the only team that voted against it was Portland. And that's just because Portland thought it should be twenty teams, not twenty two. And Portland's one of those teams that was not a playoff team. Right. That's lucky to be coming in here as one of those twenty two teams. You know, the, not one of the sixteen, but the, the added on teams. Um, they're lucky to be in it, but I got to tell you, um, Portland's going to be a tough out. I mean, you know, you get, if they somehow get in the playoffs into that eight seed, and, you know, we could talk about basically what's going to happen is they're going to play eight regular season games between the 22 teams that are that are in these quarantine environments. And break that
1: down because eight games per two 22 teams, what is that going to equate to? That's going to equate to like about one.
2: Well, I mean, look, I'm not a math major, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you take every team's going to play eight games, right? And before to basically conclude the regular season, giving those teams that were fringy playoff teams going into this, you know, thing an opportunity to potentially get us eighth or seventh slot. Um, so you know, if you're going to get, you know, 22 teams, um, Playing eight games each, that's 176 games. So they're going to start July 1st. The teams will, you know, as everybody knows, right now you can go as individual workouts at your team practice, you know, without coaching and all this other stuff. So they're going to set it up where that they're going to ramp that up. They're going to have a training camp at the home team's facility in early July, get the players kind of wrapped up, get down, get acclimated to Disney World, and then they're going to play games. And there's going to be 176 total regular season games which breaks down to 8 games per team of the 22 and that will set up the playoff seeding and the playoff seeding instead of being um, I believe western and eastern conference I got to check on this but I believe it's they're just going to seed them 1 through 16 you know what I'm saying if that makes sense and so and then that's how you would play and they'll play a regular seven game series like the playoffs Wait, so, um, you're the playoffs, so the playoff seeding is going to look like 1 through 16? I believe so. I believe that's how they're going to do it. That, I have not confirmed that, but I believe that's what they're doing. That's personally
1: what I want to see, but I got a notification saying that they were going to do it the regular Eastern-Western conference style, and somebody was criticizing that.
2: So I don't know. Well, that's possible. So if they are, if they are going to do that um, – it's still, it's still not going to matter because we're still getting NBA hoop. And at the end of the day, I think if that happens and the Lakers are the number one seed, that was going to be my point, is Portland is a tough out for the Lakers for a multitude of reasons. Don't forget they've got – I mean, Dame Dalla is unbelievable. And for all that live in other parts of the country that don't get to see him every night like we do out here, if you've got the package, then you probably do get to see him. He's a baller, man. That hoot is a killer, man. The closest thing since AI that I've seen, Alan, and that's Allen Iverson is what I'm saying. They're a little different player. AI would go to the rack, obviously, um, you know, more and get there. But, I mean, they're, they're equivalent-type players. I mean, he's an elite player. So, you got him, you got McCullum, you've got Carmelo, you've got Whiteside, you've got Nurkic coming back from injury, you've got Collins coming back from injury. I mean, they've got some depth there that can give the Lakers some, some problems. And, you know, it's going to be real interesting – to see the teams that had a lot of momentum going into COVID, how did they come out of COVID? Because it's not – that's not a switch you can turn on and off. Um, teams haven't been practicing. They haven't been around each other. In this new environment, I think could be, you know, a mix of not only a team but, like, real-life survivor, right? Because at the end of the day, you don't get to go home. Like, even in the playoff – I mean, we all just watched – last dance and all the stuff that happens in between games I mean, You had Dennis Rodman in the finals going play I mean if, if, if you haven't seen that you've got to watch it you're probably not a basketball fan if you haven't seen it but anyway the point is you don't get that luxury anymore in this new environment in this playoff setting you're essentially confined to the Disney World Resort as Dee pointed out um you don't get that luxury. So that can weigh on people. You know, you, you it's a whole nother element to it. That's why I think the championship this year, this, everybody that's talking about, Oh, it's going to be an accident. No, no, no. This is a double whammy. Not only is the, the, really the best team is going to win because if you're around these guys 24 seven, I'm not saying you're eating every meal with them because guys will eat room service different things, but essentially you're confined to a property where everybody else is there and you guys will get their space and, and whatnot. But you don't get that luxury of washing your hands after, you know, that J.R. Smith incident in the finals, not to use that as an example, but you know, somebody messes up in the finals, you're going to hear, you're about seeing homeboy. Oh, huh? They're they going to know. They're going to be in the hotel arguing. They're going to be in the hotel the- arguing. They're going to, but there's no space, you know, you're not getting that, that burn off time. I mean, so there's that element that people aren't talking about. And, you know, hey, there's the element that what if a player gets sick with COVID, right? I mean, there's that luxury too. They've talked about that. And what it is is if if they show up, they're going to be tested all the time. If you get tested and someone has it, they're going to immediately isolate that person for 14 days. They may have, you know, be asymptomatic. So they could isolate him, immediately test the teammates. If the teammates are fine, they'll keep them going. Um, if not, they'll pull people back. But they're not going to just because if someone tests positive, pull it back.
1: That's good. I don't think we want to see it pull back. Hey Tay, do you feel like they got it right
3: with the COVID situation as far as testing them after well, the
1: game? I'm talking about really just bringing it back in full forward with everything that Uncle Chris is saying.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with pretty much everything. I was, I'm kind of excited for the playing games for them to have the uh the 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 bottom C teams to play each other, right. and I think maybe that's something that they could adopt in the future if it works out now.
1: What bottom seed team are you checking for right now? I
3: like, I like Memphis <laughs> all the way. You know, I like the boy John Morant. You know, I think he, he deserves Rookie of the
2: year. Yeah. Rookie of the year. I know well, Zion's been playing well. I don't mean to interrupt, but I know Zion's been playing well, man. But straight up, Ja put the body of work in, man. That boy is tough. That boy is tough. And we didn't touch on that playing thing. So that's really a key element that you brought up. So when you get between the eight and the nine seed after they play those, you know, eight games, each team, and basically they're going to start July 31st, the playoffs will start like Labor Day weekend, which is like the first of September. Right. And then they'll play the playoffs and the finals will be the first week of October. And then the next season will start December 1st. Cause a lot of people were asking about that. But the point is, um, I, I think you're absolutely right. They're going to play if there's, there, there's a small separation between the eight and nine seed, they're going to have a play in game, which is just fantastic. As you pointed out the end, like, I think you're right. I mean, I think if there's, I think there's a, there's a way to weave this where, where it's going to be done at a high level. These, you know, the athletes in the NBA are already at a high level. It's going to be great. The drama is going to be great. You're going to have angles on both sides, not only the basketball, drama but I think you really are gonna have some of that other drama too um, as it relates.
1: yeah that spills over into the game
2: yeah that spills over into the game the court and the in the in the camaraderie that's why I think the teams that have been together before or have some nucleus of guys that have been there together before will be able to really sustain it the Celtics of the worlds the Raptors of the Worlds the Clippers. You know, although, you know, with the kind of way that, that Kawhi Leonard leads by example, and, you know, they've got PG, but they've also got that core with Harold and Lou and Beverly sure. and Shannon and guys that are there. And don't forget, yeah. they've also got Reg, Reggie Jackson. They got one of the twins, and they, and they, they, Slipped in Yoki Noah right before right before COVID happened. He's on the roster and he's he's he knew he was playing with him. He's ready to go. He's ready to you know to play. So I mean I think um teams that have been together, although there's some new pieces for the Clippers, I think that core is there. I
1: like it. Um I feel like they got it right with this one. I feel like Adam Silver did a really good job putting this together under such distress and under such uncertainty. And it's kind of crazy that the NBA was like the first one to pull out when it came to the sports, and then everybody followed. And then now they're kind of being the first ones to take that major step forward. When something like baseball, they've had issues go into their new season. And with that, like, I want to kind of segue into, into talking about that a little bit. And I actually brought a, I actually brought a specialist, a baseball specialist, a baseball guest, one that puts in the work. And he would like to go by G-Worthy coming into the show. <laughs> What's up, guys?
4: Big game, big game, VG. I don't know if we gonna get a baseball season this year. It's not, I don't know.
1: So catch them up to speed though, because not a lot of people are watching baseball like that. What's going on and what's happening moving forward in the baseball season? When I say that they're having conflict, they're not doing it as well. Um, break that down.
4: So, MOB owners. So, the original plan was they were going to reduce the salary for, I don't know, like people like Serser, the Nationals starting pitcher. They're going to reduce their salary to 75%. And then a week later, they lowered it to 50% and he wasn't having that. So with him not on board and he just won a World Series championship, it's kind of like, whoa, like I'm not gonna play this. And they they got like a lot of fans. I don't like I don't know how they're gonna do that going forward. Don't
2: they they don't they they the salaries in baseball are so huge. They make so much money, just like basketball, but basketball's TV contracts are so big and you know, the ratings are big, and baseball makes a lot of their money on the fans coming to the games, and they play so many games. Each team plays 80 home games, and it generates so much revenue, not just from the tickets, but the beer and the alcohol and the food and the experience and everything, um, plus playoffs and all the other stuff. They st- You start slashing games. I mean, and that starts in spring training, right? These organizations are set up in warm weather in Florida and Arizona, and they the, the team's that are located in other parts of the country. That's cold. A lot of those fans fly down. You know the organizations are headquartered there, and right in in in. Gee, you know, at the end of the day, that played a huge factor. Once they had to start canceling those games, they had they they had no choice. It compresses what the budget is to pay these guys. And right. so I get the player side, like they want their money and they want to get paid. But the players have to understand, you know, where their where their bread is buttered. Yeah, the owners have money, clearly, but right am I right on that? Or I mean am, or am I my. I, miss- I heard some of the
4: owners, they're willing to not even play in two thousand twenty to reduce the salary. The payroll cut.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that I mean they've already cut minor league baseball all I through this it. year. So
4: Yeah. The season's done for a minor league. That's what I heard.
2: Yeah, and and they've laid all those people off, and and it's it's too bad because we all thought baseball would be one. I believe that we thought could come back relatively structured, right? D. I mean, yeah, right. You yeah, know.
3: I, I thought it. I thought because of the the foundation that the MLB has that it was going to be a little bit easier to get that ball rolling. Uh, but, yeah, when you start talking about players' contracts and the money that they've been making, yeah. you know, you start playing with people's money.
1: Also,
4: people, like, with one-year contracts, it's like – like, I'm a Dodgers fan, so Mookie Betts just came over here. This is his first year. He's not even played yet. He signed on a one-year contract. So, what does that mean for – if we don't play this year, does he get to leave in free agency next year? In
2: one, Like – I don't know. I mean, it's a great question. I hope so as a Yankee fan. I <laughs> becomes our team. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, you know, it's interesting because it's two perspectives. Yes, the players aren't playing and it's no fault of theirs. the The owners can't really have games. But I always thought baseball was one that kind of was like, why not play instead of in the home stadiums, play in your spring training facilities. A lot of the players have off-season homes in those cities anyway, right? I know a lot of the Yankee players have homes in the greater Tampa area. Like I'm sure Dodger fan. I know Clayton Kershaw has a house in Arizona where the Dodgers have their spring training. And I know other players do too. That seems to make more sense, right? You just play, have them play at their home facilities and they can just play, drive back and forth home every day. Even road games, a bit,
4: right? Or Well, they were talking about that um, they actually wanted to play in Arizona. And that's for everybody in the in the MLB. But players weren't having that because they were like, no, I'm gonna be away from my family too long. Like Aww. no. We talked
1: about hey, that. Yeah, well come yeah. on now. That's I mean bitch bitch. now we're now we're, that's <laughs> bitch. Shit. Yeah, that's bitch. Shit, saying it because you know
2: it's summer, yeah, that's bitch shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's bitch. shit. I mean I don't know. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, right. you wanna get paid, you wanna get paid to I get it. I mean, you know, and and I know there's probably some of them are are think there's risk of getting the virus too, which I respect. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know what? In in South Korea, they've started. The South Korea baseball league has been playing, and ESPN shows the games. They come on at like three yeah. in the morning Eastern time, but they play. Yeah.
1: Did you see when they had that game and the audience was sex dolls?
2: I did. I saw the blow he had
1: he had to make a public apology for that. That's
2: that's some wacky shit, but hey, somebody was trying to be funny. You know, hey, I thought it was actually kind of funny. I didn't I didn't think they needed to apologize for anything. I think it's funny. funny. And I hope I was hoping it would encourage some people here when we get sports back with no fans, like golf's coming back next weekend. I want to see some blow up dolls in the damn gallery. Right. I mean, I want to see some of that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, look, the baseball, baseball's I'm with D I thought that because it's America's pastime and sort of the whole structure of being able to have it in your spring training facility and being able to, structure it that way. I I don't know. I mean, I thought they would they would have come a lot more correct with it. Right. Um and
4: low well, context sport. I'm like, I mean, running the first base, yeah, you're going to – I mean, maybe you touch a little person on the first base, but it other than that, it's nothing. It's not really doing anything. It's like you're 6 feet away from dudes.
2: Yeah, I mean, and and not only that, I think it's just they want I think the players not willing to bend as it relates to where they play has kind of tied the owner's hands a little bit, because if the players are saying, we're not doing that, well, I mean, how do you structure that? You guys are going to play in an empty Dodger stadium with 50,000. I mean, it's just not, right. It doesn't even, the owners lose money running the facility like that. even when there's no fans. Right. So it's like how they're not generating any, they're losing money. I mean, it costs money to have the lights on and people there. Right. I mean, and security and, so I don't know. I, th- I G G I G-worthy. I thought, man, I thought this was going to be a great year for baseball. They were going to come back strong just like after 9/11. Right.
4: Yeah, this was I was looking forward to this season, especially with the Dodgers. We got the um, the All-Star game in Los Angeles this year. We just got we just signed
2: the MVP and we Yeah.
4: You know what I'm saying? Come on.
2: Like, yeah. The Dodgers were ready to go. I mean, I I joke. I'm a I'm a Yankee Yankee fan, you know.
1: Have you been seeing people wear a Yankee hats with no brim?
2: Whoa,
0: Yankee with no brim! No, no,
1: <laughs> you
4: know? no. We're gonna, <laughs> we gonna buy you one. It's gonna fit perfectly with
2: that bald head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Hey, but do you guys think? Okay, so they haven't canceled baseball. But what do you think well, – I want to ask everyone here, especially G-Worthy, because I know he co- co- covers it closely. When what, – what What do we think the chances are they're going to play baseball this year? Think, 10%, 100%, 50%? Uh, 65%.
4: Because it doesn't matter if we play, like, late. We can still do double headers. And, I don't know, maybe
2: – Three nights in a row. That's
4: I mean that's a lot. That's still we could do it. It's not innings. Come on.
2: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think it's I think it's uh thirty seventy. No. 30 and
0: 70. I
2: think that's just because and every day dwindles more and more because if you think about it, the way the calendar reads now, I mean, you know, they would need they're not like basketball. They need right. probably a month to get back, a month and a half to even start playing games, and they have, they're not even close to a, a, a deal or anything. So, I, every day that goes
4: – But the way they play their games, it's also like like it's a series. Like, okay, like True. Arizona four games in a row. Maybe you could take mm-hmm. that break for maybe, I don't know, three days. It then goes to somewhere else like San Diego and play the Padres and play that mm-hmm. just get it rolling you
2: could do it i think they can i think it's coming down to the to the to the logistics i think i think the way the game is for sure i just think it's an owners players union thing yeah and i mean you know I, that's why i i uh that was the difference with the nba versus mlb big difference yeah silver worked with the players association closely in crafting the whole Disney thing with Chris Paul, the president of players organization and everybody hand in hand. And also the NBA stopped because they had players infected, right? They had to pull the plug because Rudy Gobert was infected at Utah. Jazz. So the point is in baseball, the, 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 the Rob Manfred and the president of players association did, hasn't been working hand in hand. So Especially with That's the why you're seeing management. the results here, and you're not seeing the results the other way too, because it's it's really is a collective thing. Right. You've got to have a buy-in on all levels, because it's not just the logistics of playing; it's the testing, it's getting over the family. Feed. There's a lot of dynamics. Right. Um. Yeah. To all of this, so. man yeah, right. Really uh,
4: Manfred, so it's like, dude, we're not messing with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Manfred being the commissioner. Yeah. Of the MLB. Yeah. Yeah, man, so yeah. we'll see what they'll
2: do. See. We'll see. We'll see how that comes. Can what? I – wait, can I – before we go there, because the NBA is one thing that we just – the one thing I wanted to touch I, on.
1: I feel like I ended it a little too early, but, okay, we can hit the NBA one
2: more. What, what's up? What did we miss? I mean, look, we didn't even go around and ask who thinks the team – who's going to win, who's not going to win. And on top of that, um, I wanted to get your guys to take on – how they're gonna turn around and just play another season if the finals are in early October and turn around and play another season starting December first, so like can we just touch on that real real quick on those two things <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah. That's
1: not
3: yeah off off top I ain't gonna lie, man. this is LeBron season, I think the Lakers is gonna it's it's gonna be tough to beat them in the finals if they do make it. they got a d They play Portland in the first round. Dominant, dominant big man, you know, they got a LeBron
2: and who, who, who they got at point guard, I forgot. See, that's, that's the problem. See, you I, I, when when we were talking about my equipment, I banged out about nine players. See, LeBron (laughs) pulls a little hammy in the quarantine because his ass has been doing something else. <laughs> we not and look I am not trying to do, divert but the one thing we didn't talk about was injury like these guys are going to come back somebody may or may not get injured you know what I mean like there's the virus piece of this whole thing there's also the potential of injury you know right. um yeah
3: i mean for the most part i think the lakers and their big man is what's going to separate them if they do cuz i'm i'm looking at it as it's going to come down to um the clippers and the lakers uh, if they do play it in that format that, that you had stated earlier,
2: Uncle Chris, would do one through 16 uh, teams. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if they do that one through 16, they would be matched up to play in the finals in that. Right. But, hey, if that's the case, the Clippers would be tough because they would, they, would, uh, we'd, they, they would play Dallas in the first round. The second round would be the winner of Boston-Philly. Mm-hmm. And those two teams are, are, are tough. I mean, we beat them, right. but we beat them um, at home. Well, we lost back there, there was close. I think the Celtics game went to double overtime and that was on the end of a three three, uh, three games and four night back East swing right before the all-star break for the Clippers. But, you know, I, I like our chances, man. I really, I'm not going to lie to you. I really like the Clippers chances. I like them as a group. I like their team. I like, um obviously I'm a fan, but I kind of like the energy that they're going to bring out of this. I mean, look, certainly the Lakers are going to be there. I think unless, um, a team like Portland that has size that can cause some problems. You know, remember the Lakers were, they were getting the fountain of youth with Dwight Howard. We don't know what kind of layoff Dwight's been doing the last hundred plus days. And, and he, I know he has not been in LA. He's been in his place down in Atlanta and no disrespect to him, but you know, he's getting up there in age. Um, there's some guys that if he went down, they would be, they, they would be in trouble because they would be, you know, essentially be JaVale McGee and AD, and AD is a face-up big man. And I think that will cause some problems for, for them. Um, and, again, this whole adaptation, whose game is going to adapt the best to the quarantine environment? I mean
3: right.
2: – um, yeah.
3: That's like what the, team- biggest, the biggest question right now is who – I think if a team can catch fire and get rolling, you know, kind of like the Titans did this past postseason – you know they got a little groove going. I think that's going, that may play a huge role too.
1: I think there's going to be a team that sneaks and is going to catch rolling that we didn't right. expect. That's right. they may not win it all, but they're gonna they're gonna eliminate a team that normally would have probably, you know, what I mean, got to the conference finals.
2: But well, so- and you know who that team? I that could be a that could be a Portland or or a New Orleans. Exactly. I mean, so- New Orleans has some depth, and I mean it's not all Zion there either. I mean, you know, Holiday's a baller. Right. Um, Ingram's been playing well. Um, you know, they've got JJ Redick. They've got Favors. I mean, they've got some depth there. So, so y'all y'all counting out Milwaukee and Giannis? No, no. Nine. i mean no i think they're going to be there i think it's going to be clip i think i think the clippers are going to win the championship but i think milwaukee and, and toronto are going to face it all depends on the format and again without yeah. that being finalized we don't know yet but you know at the end of the day i think that the teams that are going to be there are the teams that shine this year which were you know the lakers the clippers the bucks i think toronto a lot of teams of people are sleeping on them they're a good basketball team and nick nurse can coach his ass off that guy is a great coach um And uh, somebody that really opened my eyes up to how you can coach in the NBA against a team like the Warriors, which he did. Granted, KD went down last year, but Nick Nurse had those guys going last year. Um, It also helped to have my man, the the best player in the NBA, Kawhi Leonard, you know, best all-around player in the league, you know, elevate his game and carry them to that point. And, um, you know, um, I think Kawhi ends up getting his – being the only third – player only person in the NBA to ever win three finals MVPs with three different teams this year. So that's what that's what is going to happen. Um
1: I want to do a round table questionnaire. Being that we don't we can't really give who we think gonna win because we don't know the format of how it's gonna no, happen. No,
2: I already know the Clippers are winning. <laughs> LA and the Bills oh,
1: oh
0: okay.
2: <laughs> LA LA CRIppers.
0: Oh whip
2: oh oh Um mm-hmm. so moving but like
1: I want to ask all three of you guys, do you like which playoff format do you prefer this time around? The one through 16 or the one through eight, Eastern Western? I personally want to see the one through 16.
4: 16.
1: Even if it ain't, even if it does mean that the LA team is gonna have a harder run. But I, I would like to see it for this time, just because it's a different season.
3: I would agree with the one through 16 too, just because I want to see how it plays out and if they can eventually implement it in the future. You know, I think this is a good little test run.
4: Yeah, I want to see 1 through 16 too. I mean, it's it's going to be crazy. I
2: don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, 1 through 16 is will validate the overall champion. I mean, at the end of the day, if we're going to – not have home court advantage and there already was a little slant this year. The Western conference was way better, you know, than the Eastern conference, clearly. I mean, with the depth of these teams coming back, you know, so you've got to just make it the the top 16 teams. They're all going to play each other in the quarantine. There's, there, they're all playing eight games. So they're not all going to get to play each other, but these teams are all going to, a lot of them will will face each other at least once. Right. So or close to it. The, 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 the thing is, I think that, I think they're going to, uh, to end up just winning it. And in the one through 16 is the, is really the only way to legitimize it from my perspective, you know, but I do. Do you guys think that it is a double title because of the survivor aspect of it, the the quarantine, the fact that you don't get to go, you know, away and really decompress You're on a property with your teammates and you don't have an ability to, to decompress that's what I was saying
4: like does it really count as an NBA title this season
2: well I disagree I I I think it does I think it absolutely does because of the element of not only being in the quarantine but not being able to go home and it really a 1 through 16 format makes it absolutely tangible to say the best team won there's no team that's backdooring into the finals and another team, you know what I mean? They're all the, the it's one through, you know, they're rolling, right, D? Right, yeah, they're, they're
3: all going through the same, you know, type of uh, problems as far as not playing with fans, having to go through the proper protocol to even be able to play. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I think it's fair. And then the 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 most important thing is that they all came together for the most part and agreed upon. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to – if you're going to take that step and agree like, okay, we're going to do this, then it should count. You know?
4: I've got to put in perspective. Um, who's actually been working out during this quarantine
2: right now? Like, I know LeBron probably is, but
1: – John Moran has.
2: I <laughs> think – look, at the end of the day, every everybody's worked out by now. I mean, it's basketball. It may, may not be at a high level. But they have basketball hoops in their driveway and in their backyards. But, look, at the end of the day, man, I'm just happy that it's back. I think we got it right. Not only did they get it right, we got it right when we all got together a few months ago or a few weeks ago. It seems like a few weeks ago, but it's been a while, um, that they are coming back. And, like I said, I think the 1-16 the, the through format is going to be it, and the Clippers are going to win the championship, and Kawhi will be third MVP with three teams in um, – solidify.
1: And we got that recorded yeah. so when it happens
2: Hey, we'll bring well, I mean, we'll, 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 maybe we can get uh, get uh, get Kawhi on here one day or maybe even, you know, his uncle
1: Yeah, his uncle anyway. his uncle. <laughs>
2: uncle Dennis, who I see at the games all the time shout out to Uncle Dennis, man Uncle Dennis, great guy, Kawhi's uncle great, great man
1: So, I gotta ask, what sport do you guys think is likely to have a, is to be a bust? If all the sports come back Which sport do you think will suffer?
2: Uh, You know, personally, I I think, and G. Worthy's not going to like this. I think it's going to be baseball, man, because they really had an opportunity to step up. And if they don't play, they're going to miss a whole season. Like, football still has a great – I mean, they're going to play. I mean, you know, and and really this has hit baseball right in their sweet spot. Basketball was able to navigate because they had already had 80% of the season done. Uh Uh-huh. Football. I mean, excuse me. Baseball is the one that's gonna gonna get hit the worst. Um, It's crazy. And um,
1: Tay, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I was gonna say
3: baseball too. You know, I I think this is like right because right now they would be playing right. Baseball season would start. Had it been started now?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, you would have been. You would have been what, G-worthy? You would have been right back in March. Uh, they start in late March, so they would have already been about sixty, seventy-five games in the season right, out of
3: one hundred and eighty-two. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm gonna be different than you guys. I'm gonna say boxing is gonna take a hit.
3: Why you say? Why you say boxing?
1: Because I just think the aspect of not having a crowd is going to throw off a lot of fighters. Um, it's going to discourage some fighters, and. I think it's going to discourage contracts being made and, f- and bouts being put together. So, yeah.
2: Boxing have been struggling a little bit anyway. It always did with the legitimacy of the judges. Now, we all love it, and, and the mega fights come on a couple times a year, and I'm a big boxing fan. Go to them, Go, been, go to, have been to boxing matches before, but I'm also a big boxing fan. But the UFC has really taken it by, you know, by – storm you know and, and it's a great product and people like it and they were able to do it without bands, and they did it in florida um you know where they were able to just do it right so
1: it's the politics behind boxing that's kind of it gets It weird. always
2: has been always has been it gets weird so it's a great sport but you know i think you could it, that there. it's a possibility it's a possibility it's definitely going to hurt the play the the fighters um these mega fights at these hotels and The crowds they bring into the in Vegas and all these other places, you know, it's going to be a little, little time. But, you know, I'm an optimist, man. I think, I think you're going to see a fight Cinco de Mayo. I've seen Cinco de Mayo. I'm sorry. Labor. I'm sorry. Labor Day weekend potentially. I think you may see a fight later in the year, October, November in Vegas. And hopefully it's a big fight.
1: And
3: um, they they can go out the
2: country too a fight if they want
1: to. They can. You're right.
2: Baseball you can't. Once the weather starts to change, baseball's done. Their, their schedule every day when they're not playing chop, chop, chop. And yes, they can't play doubleheaders. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, every day goes down. A boxing match can take place anytime, place, winter, spring, fall, whatever. And you know, and just indoors.
1: You're right. So that's, the weather. I'm out.
2: Hey, but it could be.
1: Will football be successful, Tay?
3: man that's a tough that's a tough one i I think they're gonna make it work though i think n f l is gonna make it work they're trying to make it work. I think the biggest thing, as we was talking about off the air was the personnel uh all the staffing that goes into football there's a lot of pieces that come together in order to play a game and even have practice you got equipment managers you got uh front office staff that handles all the things, all the operations off the field, Uh, you got the training staff, the medical doctors, and things of that sort. So just all of those people together at one time every day, it's kind of hard to think that somebody might not, you know, get infected or something by the COVID. Uh, And another thing is, is they are predicting that the COVID is gonna spike again in the fall uh, towards the, the winter time. So, that's another aspect that that they may have to you know work around, but besides those things, I think it's a pretty good possibility that we're gonna be able to watch some football this season.
1: Will it dominate the networks, you think, or do you think it's gonna clash with basketball uh, no.
3: no i don't i don't I don't think it will, yeah, I think they'll be able to work it out where uh you know they'll be able to play their games. Most most of the games are on Sunday, Sunday and true. Sure,
1: it's three days out the week. Monday,
3: right. Thursday. So I think they'll be able to work around it.
2: You know, I think football is gonna happen, and I think that you know the, the they've already opened up the the practice facilities for um. You know, even throughout this time unlike NBA where they closed the facilities, football facilities you could still go to if you were hurt. So they still had some sort of semblance of, of a skeleton crew there to help guys that were on rehab, that were rehabbing, rather, the injuries and whatnot. But they've now opened um, the facilities for coaches to come in now. So that means they're going to be – start putting, you know, watching film and putting game tape together and getting stuff prepared for training camps. I think training camps, is, as Tay pointed out, that – you know, it's interesting because there's so many people in a training camp. There's 90-plus players. There's going to be over three, 400 people at any time. And, you know, it's, it's not there is not social distancing. So it'll be interesting to see sort of where those numbers are in the next 30 days as it relates to these COVID-related things and what call they make. Now, you could always push football season back. So you could have football start essentially in mid-October and be done with football in early February. I mean, excuse me, late February, right? I mean, you could still do that and be fine. You can play with the schedule a little bit if those numbers – I think football's happening. I think you're going to – you're if, if the COVID kind of continues where the where the, the curve's been flattened and, and, and go, you might even see fans potentially. So I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I think you're going to always see the numbers with this virus start – continue to go up because the testing's more accessible and more people being tested. So – you know, there's been over, there's been about 20 million Americans tested thus far. And so, you know, of that 20 million, 18 million of the tests were negative. So that's a good sign. It just means that there's also on the flip side, 2 million that are infected and we've had over a hundred thousand plus people die, which is obviously a horrible thing. So there's that aspect of it as well. But I think the momentum as it relates to football, is going to happen, and I think they'll be able to take the precautionary measures, even if they have to push the, the, the schedule back. Um, because, quite frankly, people won't be pissed because you'll have the NBA till October anyway. So, like, and the NFL has that fallback. Um, college football, that one's a different Yeah. Uh, so,
3: oh, that's different. Yeah, they they we talked about this Drew on one of the lost tapes, but you know, there's, there's some schools that's not even planning to come to campus uh for this upcoming season. You know, so it's it's going to be tough with with college but NFL I think they going they going to try to make it happen.
2: NFL's happening, college is 50-50 at best. Um but they also have the potential to push their schedule back. So You know, now you're talking all crazy things like, you know, um, but they could, they potentially could too, Um, where these schools come back for the spring semester or the winter semester in January and the season starts. Now that just changes the whole dynamic because now you've got really, you know, some schools warm weather, some schools cold weather.
1: Man, we might be seeing the fall of college sports or at least the NCAA pretty soon, so.
2: Yeah, it's it's interesting. They may need to go public instead of such a private thing to survive, which actually would be a great thing. So but we'll see. I think college is is, is iffy at best, but pro for sure. And of course we got the NBA um a hundred percent coming back, which is, you know, fantastic and a great step. And there's other sports that have started, you know, golf and, and has started and those who are in NASCAR, I mean, that's started. There's been some things that have happened. So and UFC and whatnot. So you know, the future's bright. We're trending in the right way, and uh, I think we're going to. And, hey, if it's any indication on our last time we got together and sort of the things that were said, you know, put your money on the Clippers, man. <laughs> What's wrong with that? You, you know, you, you, got a, you got a chance there. You got a chance. Why not? Why not us? Why not us? Why not us?
1: I think we did it great. I think we touched on every topic we wanted to touch on. You guys going to leave it out with anything? Any last remarks?
2: Hey, I appreciate you guys having me. Win the wait, as they say. Win the wait. The Clippers just are going to win all that waiting time and come back and win it. But shout out to everyone on the podcast. Shout out to you guys for having me again. G-Worthy, good to always collaborate with you on the sports side and really, really love y'all. And I hope to come back another time and that y'all have me back. Cause uh, I always enjoy the time in, in rapping with everyone and, and spreading the knowledge. Much love, much
3: love, Uncle Chris. We appreciate you coming on, dropping that good flavor for the people. They seem to love you, man. They love you more than us. What's up with that?
2: I love it. I, th- I don't know about that, but I'm gonna, t- I don't think that's true at all, but I appreciate it. I think <laughs> that this will be a- equal to the last time. I'm not going to say there's going to be more people or less people. I think it's going to be equal to and, and, and slightly better this time. For real.
1: Hey, look, look right? our numbers are close to that, to that, to that <laughs> favorite one. Our numbers ain't that far from it. <laughs>
2: hey, hey. We've pretty consistent. I love the consistency, man. I just love to participate in it. And, uh, you know, you guys just keep doing what you're doing because you're doing good things. And um, appreciate you having me.
4: G-Worthy, what you got to say, bro? I appreciate you having me on this on this podcast for the first time. It was good talking to you guys.
1: Yeah, man. You might be back. Probably <laughs> will. Probably be back sooner than you think. <laughs> Tell you got any last words, bro?
3: Man, shout out to all the listeners as always. We appreciate y'all, man. You know, we trying to give y'all the best of the best every time we come on here. So much love. Hope everybody's staying safe out there. Yeah.
1: And once again, you guys, thank you for tuning in. It's your boy, Drew Wop. Anybody that's listening, go ahead, follow the Instagram. Follow the Flavor In Your Ear Instagram. Um, if not, follow me on Twitter, at MeshByDrew or CooleyInTheCut, Cut. Yeah. And holla at me. And with that being said, we out.
0: I'm bitch, wise people. It's safe to say, it ain't safe to say. about to say a whole lot I'm gonna start by saying this though uh it's too dirty to play it safe. I stay out the way. Niggas get stuck in their ways. Hey, I know it's okay, but one day you the big dog, you the shot call, the tick off, the pill give a nigga withdrawals. So the only thing I owe you on is money. The proof is in the pudding. She's nothing more than a comrade. So sad you, you don't know the steps to get your hoe back. She digging my style. She wanna give me clarity. TTG when it come to gettin' a check, right? You better not hesitate, bitch. Complete the mission, hoe. Get commission if you do that. Shit. With a smile, I hit a lick, and I was smiling all the way home. But it's been a long day, it's been a long week, and we gon' fucking eat by any means.